You are getting an on-air coaching call on women taking the lead. While this isn't really off mission, Jody, from a lot of what we've talked about, you know, highlighting women that are making change, collaboration, talking about um, issues that are facing all of us. It's just not an avenue I ever saw myself utilizing. And now I'm seeing all, all these possibilities because of all the stuff I've felt, I've been sort of all the actions I've been taking. This one feels the most right. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Before we get into this episode, I want to talk about a new challenge I'm starting on January 1st. Typically, the first few weeks in January slow down because everyone has holiday fatigue. And this year, rather than needing to recharge for weeks after New Year's, I'm going to help you get re-energized within days. I've done this work with my clients and it's remarkable how quickly this can help you go from feeling tired and burdened and you just can't (laughs) to light, energized, and ready for action. This challenge is a tolerations detox. The things we tolerate can range from small things like dust bunnies are forming in the corner of the room, but you don't want to deal with it right now. But every day you notice them and think in your head, I need to get to that. Then there might be some big things on the other end of the spectrum that you're tolerating, like a hostile work environment or an unhappy marriage. For everything we tolerate, we have to use energy to manage it. It's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater all day. And the more things you tolerate and the more annoying or vital the things you are tolerating are, the more energy you will give away to manage them. So in essence, the bigger the beach ball you are holding underwater is. These tolerations typically build up over time because we tell ourselves we don't have the time or energy to deal with them. That goes on until we can't take it anymore and we deal with just enough of them to feel better and then the buildup begins again. And what I have for you that will help you to break this cycle is the Tolerations Detox Challenge. This challenge, kicking off on January 1st, And what's going to happen is every other day for 10 days, I'm going to guide you through identifying all the little and big things you are tolerating in your life from your home and car, your finances, your relationships, your work, and your health. Not all at once. We're going to do this little by little, and I'm going to share with you how to remove the tolerations in a way that feels good to you. I'm not going to ask you to do anything you're not comfortable with and not ready to do. This process is merely to guide you to taking the steps to get you there eventually. You'll do this process at your pace. You'll have a couple of days in between each challenge to remove a couple of tolerations, and you can do more if you're so motivated, but I'm going to say it first, only deal with two. And let me tell you, Once you do a few of these challenges, you're going to feel a difference and it's going to feel great. If you're interested in playing along with this challenge, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash tolerations to register. Let's kick off the new year with a bang and with an abundance of good energy. So again, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash 
tolerations to sign up for the tolerations detox challenge. Okay. In this on-air coaching episode, Marie Sola of Daughters of Change needed some clarity around using live video to engage her audience. It was something she resisted and was surprised to find. She loves it. However, she wants to make sure she's doing it purposefully so it helps her to forward her cause of Daughters of Change and doesn't become another thing to do. Although on the surface, it appears like we are just talking about live video. However, as is common in the coaching I do, there's a lot more going on under the surface that is keeping Marie from releasing live videos to more than just her family and friends. Okay, let's go there. Hello, everyone. This is Jody Flynn, and I'm excited to be bringing you another on-air coaching call. And this time I have with me Marie Sola from Daughters of Change. And for those of you who've been listening for a long time, or for those of you I know you're out there, you've been binge listening the podcast recently, you might remember Marie from episode 155. So if you haven't heard that episode, definitely go back, give that a listen. Marie's amazing. You're definitely going to you know, find that out again in the next coming uh, half an hour or so. But I'm so glad you could be here with us. And hopefully this is of huge value to you. Marie, tell everyone a little bit about you and about Daughters of Change. Okay. So, um, well, I, I am what I would like to consider a working philanthropist. So there are many things, um, that I would like to be involved with in helping to move positive change in the world. Um, And it occurred to me about four years ago that I could actually start a business that does that instead of waiting until I'm a millionaire or a bajillionaire and be able to be a a philanthropist in that manner because I think I was going to be waiting a little bit before that happened. So I decided to start a business at Daughters of Change with a social mission, but that's a for-profit. So um, I guess about me, the things maybe that would make the most sense for people to know when we get into this episode uh, or to this coaching call is that I'm definitely a, a risk taker. Um, I definitely um, have a lot of ideas that I want to see and bring to fruition. And I really believe that women are going to be the spark plugs that make change in this world. I think that as we find our voice um, and kind of rise up to that 50%, we're going to help to move change forward. So with that being said, Daughters of Change collaborates with uh, socially conscious businesses, with visionaries, and in particular with, with other women change makers to move positive change in the world. And when I think about defining a daughter of change, um, In my mind, Daughters of Change represent pioneering women who are the spark plugs, excuse me, spark plugs primed to lead and change the world each in their own unique way. So I think we all have things that we want to do. We all have um, uh, change we'd like to see in the world, whether it's uh, small uh, within our families, within our neighborhoods, within our communities, or, or on a larger scale. So this is really about collaboration and helping, um, helping everybody get there. And you know, I'm in love with your mission and, you know, you know, going back to (laughs) Marie and I are laughing because I can see her on zoom and she's just like, Oh God, we all have that, that feeling of like, did I just explain my business correctly? 
Yeah, which we'll get into our coaching call. So this is perfect. (laughs) Awesome, awesome, perfect. So Marie and I, you know, just to give the background story as well, she has been on my episode, but also Marie and I worked together, um, I think from roughly April through September of this year. Um, We coached together privately. Um, You know, if you, as much as you want to share, Marie, what was that experience like? Like, why, you know, I'll let people know, like, why you reached out to me sure. and, and what you feel like you accomplished in our work together. Sure. That's actually a great question. So when I actually um, came to Jody and said, listen, I, I really need some coaching, Jody. I had a couple of things going on. One was that from a personal standpoint, um, as the daughter of a, of a mother who's aging um, and being put into the role of caretaker for my mom um, and having to deal with all kinds of things, assisted living, her house. While I was moving myself, while I was selling a house myself, I had become very, very scattered and very stressed out. And I think that there are a lot of women and a lot of men too, that are in that same place in their life where you're kind of that sandwich generation where you're, you're, you have kids or your kids are moving out and now it's time, you know, your parents are sort of becoming your children and you're working and you're running a household, right? So I had a lot of that going on. Um, and typically I deal with stress really well, but it was just too much. It was probably, I will say it was hands down the most stressful um, period of my life. And I was a single mother, you know, so like the, that could be stressful in its own right. The other thing was, and which I, I will sort of talk about um, a little bit more today with Jody, and was the whole idea of clarity, um, clarity around a business that is really an abstract idea that you're moving forward as opposed to a very cut and dry black and white, like I have a product, here it is. Mm -hmm. Um, this is the path you have to follow. Right. So when I was just explaining my business to you, I was like, Oh God, cause my elevator speech is just, it needs some work. Right. I understand that. I know in my head exactly what I want to do, but sometimes the translation is really difficult. Um, so I, I said, said to Jody before, maybe I didn't articulate this when I called her. Sometimes I feel like I'm a banana in a room of apples, right? Because I'm trying to figure out exactly, um, where this is going and to be have as much clarity as possible around it while there is so much sort of opportunity and abundance coming my way. So it's almost like, whoa, there's so much. What which what do you stop and focus on? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that in in anticipating that that's what I wanted to talk with Jody about today, it it made me nervous when I went to explain my business. So that's why I was kind of making like goofy faces at Jody while I was explaining it and laughing. <laughs> so I kind of bring that back, but this is the very reason that I went to Jody initially and we, um, or those two reasons. And the first thing we did, which was so helpful was Jody helped me to get centered again, because there's, um, you know, if you're in business, if you're an entrepreneur there, and if you're a type A person, which Jody specializes in, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we take a lot on and we don't always know when to say no, but oftentimes the last person we take care of is us. Um, so Jody really helped to get me back around to, um, to really figuring that out. Like where was I saying yes, because I wanted to please people versus actually taking care of myself. Um, what was it that I had to promise myself? What goals were I making personally for myself to make sure that I was healthy and I was ready 
to uh, be the best leader for my business, right? So that was huge. That was that was a big piece that we worked on. And then it was really working on, um, I was in the middle of getting my website out and getting my messaging out and, you know, where, uh, you know, where is the focus? Because there's so much opportunity. So that, mm-hmm. so we worked on a lot of that. And, and really um, the thing I loved the most was, I loved this exercise that we did, Jody, and I don't know if I've told you this, but we did this exercise where Jody said to me, okay, it's like January of 2019. When you sit down next to somebody and you're talking about your business, what is it that you want to be telling them? And what is it that, or somebody asked somebody else about Daughters of Change, what do you want them to be saying about that? And then once you figure that out, then you take that time in between to make that happen. So that was really, I loved that exercise, by the way, that was, it really got me sort of to the next point and getting my website up, getting things up there. So very, I loved that for me, that was just like the most awesome. I love that. And that's an exercise for those of you who are listening. If you feel like you're, you're, you're not sure what direction you're going in, you're taking a lot of action and it's all good action, but you don't feel like you're moving in a, a, precise direction towards something, it's important to take a step back and think about, well, where do I want to go? And ultimately what we want people to be saying about us and our brand, you know, that's the work we want to be doing out in the world. It's, it's kind of like our, our legacy right now, you know, while we're living, what do we want people to be saying about us and to be saying about our business? And, and, you know, as, and especially Marie for your business where, your business is different from most other people's. It, it's like a business of the new age, right? <laughs> this, yeah, I, it, go ahead. I like, do this to myself, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> because, because you're a visionary and a risk taker. That's why yeah. you did this to yourself. So, yeah. <laughs> so right? you wouldn't have it any other way. You'd be so True. bored. You, you're right. You're absolutely right. But there are times, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I laugh. I always say to my my fiance, why didn't I just jar my spaghetti sauce? I make a, I make a really great spaghetti sauce. Why did I just jar that? <laughs> because with you, you do that, but then you'd have, you take on like three other things yeah, at the exactly. same time. So this is keeping true. you busy. It is. It's keeping you passionate. And, and, it, and like you said, it's unraveling, right? It it, and it is, it is, yeah. it is way more clear now than yes. when we started, but it oh, is God. again, like there's a couple more layers that need to be mm-hmm. peeled back because your mission is like, we've talked about this before. Your mis- mission is huge. Yeah. And I, I love that, but we, it's almost like we have to like a ripple in a pond. It has to start at one point and ripple out. That's right. Um, and so for you, the hard part right now is like, where do I put my focus? Where do I start? That's right. Okay. So, um, before I take over, cause you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to railroad this conversation. What do you want to accomplish in this conversation? What that by the end you'll feel like this was worth my time. I, I I'm ready to take the next step. Okay, so what I'd really like to accomplish is one of the things that um, that I, I think I mentioned at the beginning is that I an abundance of opportunity. Like there there are there are new things showing up that are taking me in the right direction. And there's one thing in particular that has shown up that when I do it. I get that joy. Like, I feel like I'm in my sweet spot. And so what I would like to accomplish is to talk a little bit about what that is with you. And at the end of this, 
um, to, to figure out, uh, to get a little bit more clarity on where I'm taking that because when I'm doing it, I know it's right. It, 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 it does that make sense? Yep. Okay. okay. Tell us about that one thing. What is okay. that one thing that, that when you do it brings you so much joy? Okay. And the thing that's crazy is it's something that I have been fighting people on for the past probably 25 years. Okay. So I was um, talking with somebody recently uh, about my business and they said to me, you know, Marie, have you ever thought about being on camera? You need to be on camera. Now, just as a little bit of backup, I worked in media for years. I worked in TV, right? Behind the scenes, sales, um, also produced a few shows. Um, and actually even a little more history that makes us even a little bit more ironic is that when I first got out of college, um, I went to a, uh, I wanted to, I was a journalism major. I wanted to write, I wanted to produce the news, right? So I went to this job fair and I started talking to all the TV stations and they said to me, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I want to write the news. And they said, we're well, going to be on camera, right? I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to be on camera. I just want to write the news. They're like, no, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, now what am I going to do? And so that's how I ended up in sales. Okay. So, so I've been fighting this. So now you fast forward while I was in TV, people were like, why aren't you on camera? I don't want to be, I don't want to be. So three weeks ago or so I have a conversation with this woman and she double dog dares me to start doing Facebook live and saying, you know, you really re, you know, you have, you're so passionate about what you're talking about with all of these issues and women and, and you, you really need to be on camera. Like you need to be doing this. I'm like, I don't want to be on camera. She's like, well, that's exactly why you need to do it. So I started doing Facebook live and I found that like I was in, like, it was just, I was in my sweet spot and it, it surprised me. It took me forever to sort of even push the button to go live. Okay. So I'm fine right now. Cause I'm not on camera. I can talk as you can all tell, I can like talk a dog off a meat wagon. Right. So, but there's this uncomfortable thing about anyway. So long story short, I start doing this and I love it. And I started getting feedback from people like PMing me and saying, will you talk about this? We love what you're doing. I mean, I just got this feedback that people were enjoying it and um, want me to do more of it. Okay. So while this isn't really off mission, Jody, from a lot of what we've talked about, you know, highlighting women that are making change, collaboration, talking about um, issues that are facing all of us, it's just not an avenue I ever saw myself utilizing. And now I'm seeing all, all these possibilities because of all the stuff I've felt, I've been sort of all the actions I've been taking, this one feels the most right. So... I'm, I'm a little, um, for <laughs> I, I never anticipated this. Right. So it's, it's, it's so outside of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. but yet I'm enjoying it. So, okay. It's loaded here, Jody. Like what? Hello. Right. <laughs> here we go. All right. Yeah. So one thing I want to say is because I feel like this comes up time and time again, we need to pay attention to what other people are telling us. Not that we have to do everything that people tell us, but if people say, you're really good at this, you really should be trying this, give it a try. Don't just 
negate it. Don't just off the hand reject it. It's not to say you have to make your career around that, but give it a try. Because if you're hearing it from multiple sources or you're hearing it from one really reliable source, then there's something to it, right? And it's oftentimes those things that other people tell us that we don't see that can really bring the magic forward. So Marie, 25 years. Oh, well, here we are. You're loving it. It's bringing you joy. That's great. And so you want to do more of it. But what you said was you needed clarity around where you're going to take it. Exactly. That's exactly right. Okay. So this has to tie into your business because you can continue to do Facebook lives forever and ever about whatever topic and it'll, it'll go nowhere. You may get some results, but not the results that you're looking for. So it has to be focused. That's right. That's exactly right. So what is the end goal? What are you hoping to gain? What will be helpful for you for daughters of change or what would be helpful for the daughters of change? Well, I think that there's a couple of pieces here. One is I really think it's about um, highlighting women that are out there making change that are that are fitting that sort of that um, that definition I gave you as a daughter of change. Because one of the things I went back, it's funny, after I started doing this, I went back on my notes from 2014 before I started Daughters of Change and what I had written, what I had, you know, my clarity was actually more clear then. Then once I got in the middle of it, because then just so much started coming at me. And it was really about giving women change makers a platform to talk about sort of what they're doing, to bring attention to that, and then to also connect them with other people. So a way for them to say, you know, this is what I'm working on, but I really need to, this is what I need to, um, I need people who know how to do this or this, or I'm looking for people to help with this. So it's a way to get the set the stage, get the story out there, mm-hmm. but also for them to connect, okay, connect with other people. And it doesn't have to just be women, but with other people that can help them move their their uh, piece of change forward, whatever mm-hmm. that may be, right? And that's individual to, to each person. So the, the second thing that's very important to me with this is to give people, um, to get people to stop and think, to give them pause for thought about, about issues and around... Um, things that people can be even sometimes divisive about to get them to stop and think about sort of the other side of the coin um, or to get people to just maybe gain enough knowledge about a particular subject that they can, they can think about it in a different way. Okay. Because right now there's so much divisiveness I feel around a lot of subject matter. Um, And I feel like people aren't listening to each other. They're just talking at each other. So what I don't want this to become is me talking at people. I want people to feel like um, we're giving them information that they can absorb and they can form their own thoughts on, which is what the news used to do once upon a time, right? But you don't get that anymore, right? So that's very important to me. Um, And then the, the third sort of caveat that's important to me is to be able to be authentically who I am while I'm doing this, which is not, um, how do I say it, Jody? <laughs> I, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I have some humor and some hope. I, like, I'm not overly serious. I mean, I'm serious about what I'm doing, but my delivery is not, um, you know, I'm not the buttoned up person in the three piece suit. I'm the person that's, um, 
you know, in their jeans and their kick-ass cowboy boots, right? And I just want to say it the way it is, not in an offensive manner, but I, I don't want to, you know, I, I need to keep that authenticity mm-hmm. um, without being irreverent. Yeah. Keep it, real, you know? <laughs> Keep it real. Keep it kind of cliche. Different sometimes. So, but it's real for you. It's yeah. it's a little. It's a little. Um, like for you, it's it's the raw version, right? Yeah. You 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 like before it gets polished and prettied That's up right. and watered That's down. Right. You give the 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 clear, exactly. unfiltered version, right? right? And it's I don't find it offensive at all. Like I find like to the like sometimes I'm shocked by what you say, but it makes me laugh. Like it's well, it's shockingly yeah. funny. Right. I I keep the humor in there. Like I'm not a, I I'm not like a a shock jock. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I no, don't no. want to. But I, but I really want to make sure I keep that as part of it so that people feel comfortable Yeah, listening to me, no matter sort of who they are, right? Yeah. So they feel like, okay, like this is somebody I could talk to, right? So, yeah. 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 And to clarify, it's not shock in an appalling way. It's shock in a, oh, she's saying it the way she's thinking it yeah. way, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, I have come I to her. admire in other women and I'm trying to emulate a bit myself. Okay. So three goals. You want the platform for change makers. Yeah. You want, and I love this because it goes back to what you wanted originally in your journalism days, which was yes. to write the news, but now you're on camera. doing. You're doing God, what people no suggested way. before, I, writing and and delivering it, but basically distilling the conversation that's going on there. Cause I'll be honest. I mean, there's a lot of conversation around women and women's issues mm-hmm. right now. There's a lot of people talking, a lot of it's good, but some of it's confusing because you're yeah. getting all these like, you know, varying opinions and it, it, it can be a lot to take in. And I was on Facebook last night and just saw something that was trending. So I started following it for a little while and then I had to back out. It started to become too much. I was just like, okay, this is interesting, but now I'm getting in the weeds with this. So it would be helpful if I had somebody that I trusted who I knew Mm -hmm. um, was giving both sides or giving all the different viewpoints and just kind of breaking it down and saying, this is why it's important. And this is, this is, you know, what they're saying. That's great. And then also using this as a tool to practice being authentically yourself, like bringing yeah. yourself forward. It's almost, um, it's, it's almost like, um, and I, and I don't mean this in a negative way at all, but like the validation that, you know, what I have to say and, and who yeah. I am and who I'm bringing forward, like, this is what people need. Absolutely. And I think it is. Absolutely. I think, I think what everyone's craving more and more is more transparency, more vulnerability, more authenticity. And I know those are buzzwords right now and, and they can seem very glossed over, but I think people are getting sick of the polished formulas, mm-hmm. the funnels, you know, the like, you know, I don't, I don't even know. Um, the word's not coming to me right now, but I think, I think everyone can get a sense of what I'm talking about right now. Like people, people are looking for more of what's real that they can connect with that resonates, you know, that gets the emotional connection. And sometimes when things are too polished, too pretty, too contrived, we feel very disconnected by what we're seeing and what we're interacting with. So this is really great because yes, Facebook Live will <laughs> does really kind of keep it real because if it goes wrong, like it's it's oh. going wrong and it's going wrong live, which is exciting. Right. right. So okay, so let's talk about the platform for change makers. How do you envision these change makers being on Facebook Live with you? 
Well, Sina, that's a really good question. That's a great question. And I thought there's a couple of ways. And, you know, I've started with Facebook Live, but maybe this is something that I also bring to YouTube, you know, at some point, which is a whole different thing. And it's a, it, you know, it's a little more complicated making the video perhaps. But um, I think it would be really cool to be able to have a conversation with somebody, even if you had, I have to figure out how to do this, but like actually have them on a Zoom or on a Skype and having that on. Because you can. On. So that to me is you because, can. because I mean, it's not that I will have people that might come or I go to them, right? But I, okay, so on top of making everything really big, I'm going global. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm starting that time, but I mean, my vision is global. My vision has always been global. So if I want to speak with somebody that's in South Asia or Africa or Europe, I'm probably at this point not going to be going to them mm-hmm. every single time, right? So that's what I'm thinking is having that opportunity to do it that way. And also, um, I'm loving the interactivity of a Facebook Live because you can actually moderate it somewhat. Now, I'm playing around with family and friends right now with that, right? So it goes quickly, but I want to really work in how to moderate that and have questions coming and the questions, not just my questions, but questions coming from the audience, if you will, to whomever I'm talking with and to myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to figure out how, like I, I'm in the sandbox right now playing with it, but how would I do that? Well, I know Zoom has that capability. You have okay. to buy, you have to buy the webinar functionality. Mm -hmm. And that's a monthly fee. And I I know this because I've researched it recently. It's something I might be looking into doing in 2018 because, you know, doing Facebook lives with other people on, you know, and it it doesn't have to be just one person. It could be, it can be multiple people. I love that which is amazing. Um, But it does definitely feed into Facebook Live. But I've seen other people out there doing Facebook Lives where it's, you know, it says something like so-and-so joined somebody else's Facebook Live. So there's another, Another it looks a little different. So I know there's another functionality. So it's the possibilities are definitely out there. And I bet if you Google you know, how to have more, how to have more than one person on a Facebook live, like I'm sure you'll get all sorts of options. Mm -hmm. It would be really cool on occasion when you're at conferences to do a Facebook live with someone who's sitting right next to you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that, that is really nice. Um, and then just play with it and see what appeals to people, the different formats that you're using. Um, cause different things appeal to different crowds. I'm writing this down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking notes. That's great. Yeah, exactly. It's that's why I feel like I'm I'm just kind of playing around in that area. But uh, it really, you know, when something's in your gut and you're like, oh my god, this feels right. Mm-hmm. This feels like that piece that you you know you and I talked about. Am I doing workshops? Am I doing this? This feels like it's the mix of everything I'm doing and it's in one, it's in one thing. Yeah. And what I love about Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. And what I love about Facebook live too, is with that type of conversation, it's like the conversation you and I are having right now, Mm -hmm. but other people can chime in. 
Exactly. Right. If we exactly. were doing this on Facebook Live right now, other people could be listening to us and they'd That's probably right. be answering these questions for us. Like, especially I know the women in my community, women right. like you, like as we're talking, somebody would be Googling this information exactly. and putting links in the exactly. comments, you know, right. you know, and adding to the conversation and asking questions and that sort of thing. You, yep. you, you'd have more interaction. So it, it would feel like very alive. And then the, the interaction actually continues afterwards is one of the things I found like I had a couple I actually talked about um the whole sexual harassment issue and how people felt about that and I um you know it's coming out of the woodwork you know we have the ball we're going to run with it but how do we do this in the right way you know we don't want to vilify men it was I wanted to get I wanted to get feedback from both sides of that because if you're just always preaching to the choir, right? If, if so two things, I didn't want to be angry because when you're angry, you're only the only people that are listening to are other angry people, right? You shut Mm -hmm. people down. So anyway, we got this conversation going with kind of people from all sort of um, coming at it from all aspects, but the conversation kept going afterwards for like two days because the Facebook live stays up, right? right? So it's like a post. So I loved that piece of it as well. Awesome. Yep. So. Yeah. Cause it'll keep going cause it's yeah. out there. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you need clarity around for this component of doing Facebook live? I think for me, Jody, it, it was just having to like talk it through with you. You understand you do podcasts, you're out there, you're doing social media, um, you're utilizing it. And I think we've talked before about how this can sort of take on a life of its own. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, I, I would say, well, maybe I'll do a podcast. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. And I always kind of shy step back from it for whatever reason, but then I started doing this and you know, who knew that right. this would feel so right. And, and it probably would have been much better if I was doing 25 years ago, but you know, Marie, and I love that you brought that up because this this is another thing I want to underscore and, and kind of reinforce with those who are listening that if you have a business or you're marketing anything, I mean, you don't even have to have a business. You could be in charge of a committee and you have an event going on and you're trying to get the word out and how do you do that and that sort of thing. You know, I oftentimes have people... Um, come to me and talk about marketing and how they, they like some pieces of marketing. They don't love others. You got to find what's right for you. Like podcasting is absolutely not for everybody. Like it's a bear. It's a lot of work, right? You really have to love it. You really have to be passionate about it to get it going. Facebook lives again, very, it's a very vulnerable thing. It's a very transparent thing. You really kind of have to love it. And I, and it's great, Marie, that you do love it. So for you, Facebook lives, go for it. For other people, sometimes for people who are introverts, they would rather do a podcast because mm-hmm. nobody's mm-hmm. going to see them. Or they would rather like write articles for, you know, an, a, a media outlet or something like that. You really have to find what your sweet spot marketing is and do that and double down on that. And don't worry so much about what other people are doing. Think about what you're good at. Think about what interests you. And also I'm going to reinforce again, what are other people telling you you probably should do it, be doing? Because I'll tell you for a year and a half or more, 
people were telling me, you should have a podcast. You should start a podcast. Like before I said, okay, yes, I'll do that. I was hearing it a lot. So if you're getting that kind of feedback out in the world, pay attention to it, but don't just do something because everybody else is doing it. And on the inside, your gut is clenching because you dread it. Don't do that. I want to take a minute here to thank our sponsor, Zola, for making it possible to produce this episode. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology. Zola is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in our couple's lives even happier. Zola Registry has everything you love about your favorite department store, plus things like honeymoon funds, fitness classes, wine subscriptions, and so much more. Their friendly customer service team will go above and beyond helping pick out the perfect blender, walking a grandmother through a couple's registry, and more. There is price matching and free shipping every day. To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to Zola.com forward slash lead. That's Z-O-L-A dot com forward slash lead to get your $50 credit towards your registry. Okay, so you've got clarity around the platform for change makers. Tell me more about the the stop and think, you know, the pause for, I like the pause for thought, (laughs) you know, you Mm -hmm. can even like make that the title of your Facebook lives. Here's another pause for thought. Yeah. How do you plan on going about that? Well, it seems right now from my limited experience with, um, with Facebook live in terms from a logistical standpoint, and then from a sort of a psychological, how I deliver it. Right. So first of all, from a logistical standpoint, it will be um, really learning how to moderate those comments coming through because they come through quickly. So I have to do a little bit of research on that because you have people chiming in. And I think if if you can moderate that properly, people will um, see both sides of an issue and maybe start to think, you know, give some hopefully some respect to somebody that might differ in their viewpoint. The other thing I think really is, it is about the way I approach it. Um, it, I, I feel like I need to approach it with an open mind Mm -hmm. um, and be upfront that there are two sides to the issue um, and give, give voice to each side so that the other side, not everything I'm talking about is super controversial, but I think that, as you said, right now, a lot of issues, I mean, even with what I do with domestic violence, right? Okay. So pretty much everybody, unless they're a jerk, thinks that domestic violence is a bad thing. Right. Right. Um, And (laughs) if if I've just offended anybody that thinks it's a good thing, like I don't care. Right. So that's how I feel like that's kind of me being unplugged, but you know, there are people that will say, well, why did, why do they stay? Right now, they're not saying that necessarily to be an idiot. Mm-hmm. And somebody that is very, um, you know, understands that might get very offended by that. But this person really wants to know that. So this is just an example. So um, and maybe not a great example, but that's not a necessarily a controversial issue. That I think know. it's a great example, because even though it might not be controversial in terms of people you know, disagree about whether or not it's a good or bad or right or wrong thing. It's controversial in that people don't necessarily want to always to talk about it. That's right. And they don't understand. And there are things that they don't understand. And so in, 
And, and I think with a lot of issues coming up with women now or just issues in the world, there's a lot of things that not by not understanding, it creates fear. It creates shutting down. It creates also, I think sometimes um, like with se- with um, sexual assault and sexual harassment, like the, the whole vilifying the victim, like blaming the victim. And mm-hmm. I, I don't believe people do that nine times out of 10 because they're not nice people. I think it's if you can put into a box and say, this happened to this person because they did this, then they are somehow safe because they didn't do that or they won't do that or their daughters won't do that or their sons won't do that, right? Right. If so, I can explain away why that happened right. to somebody else, then right. I can feel safe knowing That's that right. that won't happen to That's me right. or anybody I love, which is not the truth. Right. So I want to I want to touch on those, um, those raw nerves, those things that people would be maybe afraid to talk about because they're afraid of being judged in a no judgment zone. Because until we can do that, until we can actually open up and talk to people about these things, they're not going to change. And, you know, if we keep going on and on with, with just I mean, the way people are with each other about politics and issues right now, it really, you know, kind of breaks my heart because Mm -hmm. people are losing friendships and, you know, over the way somebody voted or the way somebody thinks. And, and I think if we just all paused for a minute and stopped and actually discussed why people do things a certain way or why they view things, even if we're not going to agree, maybe we can understand, right? And maybe I'm trying to like live in utopia, but this is my, you know, this is my journey and my unicorn. And like, I just, (laughs) so I want to come at it from that non-judgmental, not angry. I'm laughing because I have to share this with everybody because you put a post out there within the past week and I saw it and I liked it that like somebody said, like it, it was a picture and on the picture, it said, somebody recently said to me that you live in a fantasy world and I nearly fell off my unicorn. <laughs> And you know what? I was listening to, um, so one of my, the audiobooks that I just listened to over and over again is Marianne Williamson. Um, she did a workshop on Return to Love, her book, Reflections on A Course in Miracles. And so the, this audiobook is a recording of the workshops. And she said, you know, she was giving some feedback to a participant. And she said, you know, if somebody says to you, you know, you're kind of like Pollyanna and you're living in a Pollyannish kind of world, say thank you very much. I, I've worked hard at this. I meditate. I, I right. give gratitude. You know, what is wrong with wanting to live in that kind of world. Isn't that what we're striving for? And if we're not, what is it we're striving for, right? Right. You have to have the vision of where you want to go and live like it's so, and then reach back and help other people get there too. Yeah. Yeah. I I just, that's, you know, I I really want to come from this of a point of non-judgment. Yeah. With everything. And because who am I to judge anybody else's journey here? Right. So, mm-hmm. and that's hard sometimes because I mean, you know, I'm full blooded Italian, I've got a little bit of a temper and, you know, and I don't like injustice. Right. So, um, but I'm really working on not being judgmental. It doesn't mean I have to like what somebody does or right. like what somebody thinks. Um, but how are we going to ever understand if we don't talk to each other? Right. So, mm-hmm. so as much as, you know, I do want to highlight women because I believe that that women need to be 50% of the voice. It doesn't mean that I think men stink or men shouldn't have any of the voice. I just feel like we're unbalanced right now. Right. So I, 
I really feel that women are primed right now to make change and lead the change simply because they've been held back. Right. And so I think to highlight women doing that, but to make it inclusive, you know, we want people to join, but, but I, I don't want people to feel like they can only listen or they're, they're only getting something out of it if they think exactly the way that I think or my guest thinks, right? What I want them to do is, so that's going to come really, I think I'm going to have to, this is a really long-winded answer to your question, Jody. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I can, I can sum it up because really I was like, no, 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 I'm not editing it. No, oh, we're not editing. We're not editing? Is, oh, no. Oh, sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> no, this is, this is good, Marie, because like the thing is, is, is what I heard with the pause for thoughts. Let's call them segments, say. Right. Um, there's going to be researching the issue. Yeah. Like the, the, I mean, the plus side right now is there's a lot of fodder for oh, this. God. You are not going to lack material yeah, for these, but it is going to take time to research the, the different sides and you're going to have to get somewhat of an understanding before you can convey your understanding to other people's. Mm-hmm. You do have training in journalism and that background. So you are skilled in, you know, kind of putting your opinions aside for a little while. Yeah. It's also going to be, and, and, you know, we're, we're all working on being a little judgmental. Well, I shouldn't say all of us, but for the, for, for I know many, many people who are listening to these, the podcast and who are in the community, that's something where we're, we're all working on and it's right. a practice, right? It's right. not, it's not, done perfectly. It's done in practice, you know, Absolutely. but even working on it and acknowledging it will help you to create that safe space so that people of differing opinions can join in on the conversation. It's just going to take you, depending on how controversial the subject is and who knows, who knows your, who your Facebook lives are going to start attracting, but I believe you can block people on Facebook so that if they're really, really like just nasty and looking to stir up trouble, you can block them and they won't be able to um, see your Facebook lives any longer. Um, But there will be, you know, but there'll still be emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the moderating of it. So you're going to be on live and talking, but then also answering questions. And so staying up on the conversation right. that goes in the comments. So it is something to juggle with the work for these segments. But I mm-hmm. think this, but I, you know, I mean, this is completely my opinion. I think this is what people are looking for. You know, that safe space to, to have yeah. the conversation. Yeah. And to, and to know it's okay, because what I noticed, what really brought up when I was doing this was I had two people, of course, you know, I'm friends with people. They're not necessarily friends with people. Right. But they, they were on the chat and I could see that I had people that had very different opinions agreeing with one another because they didn't know Mm -hmm. they're not, they weren't like Facebook friends to see each other's views or this or that. And it was actually, it was like, oh, it, it was a big aha moment for me. It was like, okay, this is, this is what I've been, you know, this is what I've really been wanting to do. Right. That must've felt so good. It did. It did. And you know, from, I literally sat here. The first one I did was just like, I didn't even know. And, and I, I, I can't overthink things because when I overthink things, I get stilted and it doesn't come across. Like I can't overthink. I need to know what I'm talking about, but if I script it out, it doesn't come out the same way. Right. So. Right. Yep. And but so I, do what you're comfortable with. I know yeah. some people who talk on the fly, some people bullet point, some people script it out, do what you're yeah. comfortable with yeah. and what flows. Yeah. Um, and I think you find like 
you probably only need to be talking for a few minutes at the beginning just to get the conversation going. And then before you know it, you're answering questions and having back and forth. Right. And you just have to kind of get back on track, you know, so long as you can bring it back around to where you're going. Yeah. You know, so I do have another question for you. Yeah. But do you have to, do you want to finish something? Um, The last thing I just wanted to acknowledge was your third thing was to striving to be authentically who you are. What is that going to look like on Facebook live? I hope it's something that people that attracts people like that they want to come to, but I I don't know how to do it any other way, you know? So um, the minute I try, I think that's why I shied away so many years, Jody, from, um, from being on camera, from doing the news, because every, there was a very certain look, there was a very certain wit, you know, it's, it's just going to have to, it's just going to have to feel like it's me when mm-hmm. I watch it, when people watch it, who know me, I want them to say, Oh my God, that's you. Does that make sense? Yep. And so that's the feedback you're looking for. So yeah. w- without leading the witness, ask people, yeah. what, did, what did you think? What did yeah. you know? Like yeah. that was you or, the, you know, or not like, oh, why? It, you know what? I, I don't know as much what it's going to look like, but I know what it's going to feel like. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel good. It's going to feel, um, you know how, where you're just in that happy place, you're doing something and it's coming really easily and you feel really positive about it. Um, you, you know that you're in your zone. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to feel like in terms of what it actually looks like. Well, you know, I'm a lot older than I was 25 years ago. I may have a hat on my head sometimes, but well, <laughs> really yeah, good lighting. But yeah. yeah. And you know, the thing too, is when we're in the zone, like sometimes we show up differently than we even see ourselves. Like we right. don't even know who we are, like our That's true right. self, right? That's right. Like, like the pure you, when you're yeah. in the zone that comes forward. And sometimes we look back and go, was that me? Did exactly. I do that? Did I say exactly. that? Or people could, people will ask like, can you repeat what you just said? And you can't because you were just in the zone, you were channeling. That's exactly right. And so, you know, from that standpoint, from the other piece though, that's not just all about Marie, I think that what it will also look like or feel like is that people will be responding. There will be, there'll be a conversation going, whoever the guest is, whoever the people are, if I'm doing this properly, when I'm in that place, people are going to feel comfortable being in that place as well. So it's going to attract more of the same, right? What you put out is what you get back. So if I'm putting out the right energy, that's authentic, that's me. I'm going to be, we're going to be getting that back from the people that are sharing the people that are giving information and it's going to gel. It's not going to feel uncomfortable. It's not going to feel stilted. It's not going to be like that pause where you're, you know, Oh my God, did she just say that? Did that happen? Do you know what I'm saying? It's just going to flow. Okay. That's your metric. Yeah. Okay. That's my metric. Check, check, It's check. a gut metric. All right. So are you feeling like you got clarity around Facebook Live and where you're going with it? I do. I do. And I, and I, I think at some point, and I know we're, we're in this was, so I would love to talk about, and we could do this a different time, but at some point I'm now thinking about, okay, so how am I going to market this? Okay. I know I'm going to market it. Was that your, was that your second yeah. question? But okay. We're kind, of, we're kind of far into this, so we can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that can be, that yeah. can definitely yeah. be another conversation yeah. because once you get into marketing, oh man, yeah. that could, uh, that could be a marketing. three hour strategy yeah. session. Yeah. So I'm going to say, well, what, I guess what I should say is what I have to step back, back now and do is sit uh, uh, and think about, um, 
what am I going to call it? When am I going to do it? Right. Where, you know, where is and this? the funny thing is Facebook live is marketing. So now we're talking yeah. about marketing your marketing. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's such a rabbit hole. Exactly. <laughs> well, I know there's like, so this is what it, but so, but it feels so right. So. Yep. Yeah, and we can definitely, there's a lot of different ways. And marketing is really like at its core for those people who like shy away from marketing and all of that. It's really just making people aware of you, your business, what you have going on. So all this marketing is just going to help people to be aware that you have these Facebook lives and these Facebook lives are helping people to be aware of what is Daughters of Change trying to accomplish. Oh, that's something else. That's got to be a part of all your segments. You've got to introduce yourself, Daughters of Change, and what that's you're right. up to. So people, because otherwise, what are you doing them for? That's right. So I'm marketing the marketing that I'm marketing for the marketing, right? <laughs> so it's, it's really kind of cool if you think it. About is it is a lot like of fun. Dolls. The dolls, like the the Russian dolls that you keep pulling a doll out of the doll. Yes. Right now for me, I would say marketing is a hobby for me. But if I didn't become a coach, I would probably be in marketing. It's just a fascinating, awesome world. Yeah, I love marketing. Okay. All right, Marie, anything you want to say to the audience before we say goodbye? Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jody. And hey, listen, um, keep an eye out because... I'm on a train. I don't know where it's going, but hopefully you'll stop at a station near you and you'll jump on board. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll have links. And And Marie, where can people connect with you? Okay, so they can connect with me at two different places. One is you can go to my website, which is daughtersofchange.com. But you can also connect with me via email, which is msola, S-O-L-A, at daughtersofchange.com. Mm-hmm. And I'll have those links in the show notes and also a link to, is it your personal profile or Daughters of Change that you're doing the Facebook Lives on? Okay, so right now the Facebook Lives are on my my personal page, my mm-hmm. Marie Sola um, page. Uh, sorry, my... Uh, yes, your profile. Thank your you. Your Facebook profile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, that one. Um, and I will move them over to Daughters of Change. I just wanted to get a little more practice, a little yeah. more practice with friends and family. So you'll be able to find me there too. Okay. I, so I will, what I'll do is I'll share the link to the Daughters of Change Facebook page. Perfect. People can like that. And then when you go live, which will be, that's I'm sure perfect. very soon, cause you're that's getting perfect. very comfortable yeah. with this. They'll yeah. be able to see them there. And I may actually post some over like after I've recorded them, I mm-hmm. may actually post them on and I will be starting after the first of the year doing some <clears throat> on Daughters of Change because uh, I I actually will be doing some starting the first week of January mm-hmm. Perfect. on the Daughters of Change page. Yep. All right, Marie, thank you so much for sharing yourself. I really acknowledge that the it's not easy. It is not easy to put yourself out there to be recorded, getting coaching and being vulnerable. I've done it myself and it can feel a little sweaty and nerve wracking, but yeah. I so appreciate you because you're not the only one who's struggling with how do I be visible? How do I be effective? And so I appreciate your time and for sharing so much with everyone else. Well, thank you, Jody. This was very helpful. I have tons of notes. I'm going to go make stuff happen now. See, I kept that P. I kept that PG. I was good. I said, stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got to work on that. 
Thank you again, Marie, for sharing what you're struggling with right now so publicly, knowing that this was going to help so many other people. And for those of you listening, if you're experiencing doubts in your business or your career, reach out. This is what I do. I was email corresponding with Nicole Boucher yesterday. She was on the last on-air coaching episode a few weeks ago, and she reported that things have been wonderful over the last few weeks. And to quote her, I feel I have such a sense of purpose and clarity. I need to blog about my word of the year, nourish, and your help in getting me to that place. Nicole, I cannot wait for you to post that blog. I'm going to blast it everywhere. So let me know as soon as it's out there. And again, if you feel like you're spinning your wheels because it's not clear what direction you should take or how you should go about making things happen, reach out to me. Email me at Jody, J-O-D-I, at womentakingthelead.com or message me through any platform. I'm always happy to hear from you. Before we go, if you want to set yourself up for a great new year by playing along with the Tolerations Detox Challenge, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash tolerations to register. Again, that's womentakingthelead.com forward slash tolerations. As always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.